0: Good morning, everyone. Today is October 3rd, a Wednesday. And it is, what, 8.39 in the morning. A very soggy morning here in Santa Fe, which is, hooray, we... Rosa, I'm sorry for the uh, disparaging remarks I heaped upon her name. She came through. uh, She came through like a champ. And we got... 0.81 inches yesterday and 0.69 inches since midnight. So that is totally awesome. Uh, And that's a lot for us considering that we get 8 to 12 inches a year. um, Getting 0.8 nearly an inch and I could vouch that that was like in two hours. (laughs) That was really something. Uh, I put a video up on Facebook for those of you who follow me on facebook uh, you can find me there under jeffy e. kennedy it's i think pretty easy as i'm like the only one there can't be only one um which sounded like Schwarzenegger accent, right instead of um well christopher not christopher walken no lambert christopher lambert jesus okay all right getting my neurons straight now um now I'm totally distracted by thinking of young Christopher Lambert, uh, who always did it for me, where, you know, Christopher Walken is cool, but um, not so much in the smexy department. So anyway, that was a lot of rain for us, and it's kind of cool because we have the flat roofs here, and we have, we don't have gutters, we have canales, which are sort of... Um, like a straight spout that comes off the side of the flat roof. So when we get a big rain like that, it uh, pours in a like huge gout, a fountain of water off the roof. I to, the crows got a little overwhelmed by the rain. I think they're getting their act together now. We're definitely going out front because it is soggy. I'm staying undercover. Even under the portal here, there's uh, little bits of flowers and leaves and all sorts of detritus. Um, that, was, that was a nice little... Ooh, and the cushions are wet. <laughs> oh, we'll see how long I last. Mmm. That tastes good, though. And it's very beautiful across the valley because all that moisture has created fog and so the humidity in the air magnifies everything so the Ortiz Mountains look particularly big and so does Sendia, and their tops are all shrouded in clouds and fog. We still have a fair amount of clouds in the sky today we're not supposed to get much more rain but the way the climate here works a lot of times if we have this much moisture in the ground it'll just start raining again and we sort of get into this cycle which is a most welcome cycle. Um, thank you for sending all of this ocean air i'm very sorry, Julie Fine, that you did not get your rain in San Diego as you had hoped um, She did comment to me on Facebook and i I was unfeeling and said that it was all mine, mine, all mine, but I do sympathize with them wanting the rain usually it's us looking at other people's rain videos and being envious. So, we got rain and in other good news, I also got copy edits for The Arrows of the Heart. Woohoo! Yay. So, yes, that's what I'm doing today. I should be able to get that turned around today barring I shouldn't brag too much on that cuz if she comes up with big stuff that I have to fix, I might run out of brain before I run out of stuff to fix, but we'll see. If all goes well, I will get that done today. And then I think I will... We'll see. We'll see what that takes me and how much brain that takes. But I think I'm going to take off either tomorrow or Friday and get ready to have a garage sale on Saturday. Maybe I'll do it on Friday afternoon too. Depends on how ambitious I'm feeling. But we have so much stuff we have to get rid of. And... It just needs to get done. I've been procrastinating for so long. That's the sound of Jackson trying to jailbreak. Come back. You're not going anywhere. He's a little restless because he was inside all day pretty much yesterday. Yep, today's going to be a cat wrangling day, I can tell. But it's also muddy. I don't know why he wants to go that far. and stay on the rocks here. Well, I do know he's all interested to check out his territory after being deprived. Silly cat. So, anyway, garage sale. It's funny because I was messaging with my friend, my local friend Megan Mulry, and we were talking about we really want to go see the wife. I mentioned that before. No, I never did get to go see it last weekend. You know, I'm so funny. I always think I'm going to go do stuff, and then I end up not wanting to leave the house. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it was really beautiful weather, too, and I didn't really want to go be in a movie theater. So so I haven't gone yet. And besides, I wanted to go with Megan, and she couldn't go. So we're trying to find a time to go see it. And I told her I was contemplating having this garage sale on Saturday. And she said, uh, she praised my ambition and said that she always thinks that she should do a yard sale. And then she ends up just doing Big Brothers, Big Sisters and the dump. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I understand that. I understand that. Come on back. I'm not going out into that muddy field with you. Hoodie. he just tried to take off across the landscape here i should see if i can get a picture of this so you guys can see that'd be a good picture for today here he is all right yeah there you go and i think we kept recording yes we did Here he comes back. Woo! He goes running, running, running. And he's going to run the other way and see how that does. Oops. That snapped you off. Now I have to get in the mud because that snapped his harness. He hit the end so hard. Hi, putty Tat. Yeah. Come here. That was lucky he didn't notice. He didn't break off. The harness has those safety catches, you know, so that if anything bad happens, if I'm not standing right here, it will snap so he doesn't get hurt. But sometimes that doesn't work to my advantage. And now my running shoes are all muddy, so I guess he got his way. Mm -hmm. Car going by. He's feisty this morning. My tea is back on the porch, Jackson. He doesn't care. He so doesn't care. <laughs> he is full of vim and vigor today. So, anyway, that's my whole thing. That's fascinating, right, about the garage sale. Um, you know, those. I remember in my youth, in my misspent youth, that it seemed like I put together a garage sale on pretty quick notice. Uh, and maybe it's because this one involves an enormous garage clean-out that it feels like a bigger deal. I think I could get it ready in a day. Um, and I could make David help me, but those are his good driving days, so I might just do it by myself. And then I will reward myself with going to go see the wife. On Sunday, I do get to go do a cool thing, which is to see Rebecca Solnit, um, Megan's publisher, Radius Books, is sponsoring an event with Rebecca Solnit on Sunday afternoon. Uh, she's worked on a book that's a, a gorgeous coffee table book, which is kind of what Radius does. They do sort of um, art and photography books. And the uh, <laughs> We're walking back towards the house, and now he's taking off running again. We might successfully make it back to my London fog yet. So the book is called something like The Drowned River, and it's about Colorado River and Lake Powell, Grand Canyon, all of those things. I've got the book because Megan gave it to me for my birthday. That's the great thing about having a friend who works for a publisher who makes fabulous coffee table books is you get fabulous coffee table books for gifts. So at any rate, Rebecca Solnit, if you guys don't know, is the one who coined the term mansplaining. Um, There's a great article about it, but she had written a book and she was at a party and a man asked her what her interests were, what she was working on, and she said she was interested in this topic, which I don't recall. And he proceeded to tell her all about that topic, and her friend he was saying oh yes there's there's a great book about out about that now you should go read it and proceeded to tell her about this book and what was in it and Her friend was like, "Um, this is the person who wrote that book that you're literally talking to the expert on this topic and the man didn't listen and continued to explain. All of the things to her that were in the book that she wrote. So um, a great origin story for the term mansplaining. And yeah, I'm very interested to meet her. So that'll be the the Sunday afternoon treat. And maybe I can combine it with going to see the wife or maybe Megan and I will find a uh, common time to go. So then the other thing I was going to tell you guys is that I saw, this is kind of the the first person, third person thing. I saw someone on Facebook yesterday. Um, It was shared by a friend of mine who is uh, a newbie-ish writer. And she shared the poll by her friend asking, which do you prefer in romance, first person or third person? Point of views points of view POVs and that was all that was in the poll was the the two options and I nearly commented but then I thought I didn't need to be weighing in necessarily um, because for me the answer is it depends and it it's both I I really want to say why can't it be both Now that I've got Jackson situated, I have to drink some of my tea and catch up here. So, you know, there's a reason why, first of all, why scientific surveys are done by people who've really studied it, because you have to be careful not to pose questions in ways that predispose the answer. So right away, and obviously this is not a scientific poll and I'm probably making more of it than there should be, but my friend had shared it saying that she was very interested in the results and I wanted to say, well, don't be because you're going to get crappy results. Because first of all, it assumes that you do have a preference um, and it doesn't allow you to uh, say both. Um, And then... The thing is, too, I mean, all of that aside, I don't think that readers actually know what they prefer every time, and um, those of you who are readers out there, I know you're you're sitting up straight and glaring at me, um, but some of you, and you know who you are, uh, have a definite preference to not read first person, but you will read it from some authors. And I know this because you've said, but I'll read your books because I often write in first person. What's going on there a lot of the time is that... I, I came inside because my butt was getting wet. <laughs> Aren't you glad I shared that with you? Um, the thing is, is first person done badly is excruciating. And a lot of authors who attempt first person don't necessarily have the chops to do it yet. And they don't realize um, what it takes. And I know that I've, I mentioned, I think I mentioned here before, but there was this advice going around on an author loop about, you know, that one way to write deep third, deep third point of person point of view is um, when it feels like you're in. You know, it's as opposed. You know, if you think of um, the point of view as being like the camera lens, uh, deep third person moves it so that's like right next to their head. You're still seeing their face a little bit, but you're like as close to them as possible. Whereas a more distance, distant third person would have you know, like the camera sweeping over the panorama and so forth. Um, the more, the most distant point of view would be. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't think of the word. I'm not thinking of my words today. Uh, it's, it, it would be when you have multiple POVs or an, an omniscient narrator. That's what I was looking for omnipresent, an omniscient narrator. A narrator who knows everything that's going on. That's sort of the most distant you can get. So... This person who had, and I've seen this advice in other places too, where they said, well, the best way to write deep third person is just to write the whole thing in first person and then change the pronouns. And I I do think I mentioned this before because Evergreen said something to me about it. it. It's brutally bad advice because, and it's part of why people write first person badly, because first person isn't just deep third person with different pronouns. (laughs) It's an entirely different way of writing. Um, And you have to be a very deft writer. That sounds self-congratulatory. I should change that. Um, You have to be a practiced writer, maybe, to write first person well, because in first person, obviously, the person who is reading the story, the reader can only know what the first person narrator knows. You don't get to back that camera out and show what other people are thinking and doing. You can only see through that person's eyes. And so if that isn't done well, and by that I mean that person has to observe things and you have to find ways for that person to notice things without thinking about them, so that the reader can be aware of stuff and saying, Oh, wait. He's trying to tell her this thing and she's not listening. And for me, that's what's really fun to play with in first person. Because, of course, we all live our lives in first person point of view, right? That's that's all we get. And even though we project ourselves into third person, uh, we're still projecting. So it's fun to play with those times when you are, know you're not communicating well with someone and you kind of have to backtrack and think about and replay their words, and hear what they were saying instead of what you were thinking what you were planning to say next. Don't you know, I mean we all do that, that's bad listening, but you know, we we're basic instead of listening to what the other person is saying, we're waiting for them to be done talking so that we can say this thing that we're planning to say next. And you can do that in first person. You can have them be thinking about what they're gonna say next while the other person is talking, but still feed to the reader what your person is hearing, but not having them process it. <laughs> Did that make sense? That was probably very convoluted and layered, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. So anyway, that's part of what makes first person difficult, right? You also have to create the character without outside input. You can't have um, somebody else in the story giving you clues about the person, not directly anyway, you know, and you can't have them saying, Um, you know, she was like this, this, you know, she was a long, tall drink of water. You know, instead you have to have people say things to your person and have them react to it. Um, and, but you know, we all have that experience too, where people tell you stuff about yourself and you decide whether or not you think that's true. You know, people say, oh, well, you know, you're unusually tall for a woman. And you think, well, geez, I'm only five six. That's not unusually tall. It's because I usually wear 4-inch heels, and that's the reason they think that. So those are things you can play with in first person. So anyway, I can tell you right now that the results of that poll will be that they'll get a vast preference for third-person point of view in romance. And that's because people think that they don't like first-person point of view, uh, even though they might. And, I mean, I think that's, <laughs> maybe there's no and. I, th- I think that's what it's going to be. Uh, when people do like first-person per- point of view, it takes them by surprise. Uh, so instead, and, and a lot of times people forget, if they, if they love a book, their favorite romances, they forget what point of view it's written in. And I've seen people say that, you know, that they went back to such and so book and realized that it was written in first person and they didn't realize it because, or they didn't remember it because they got so involved in the book. So it might be more interesting to ask um, which is your favorite romance or which are your 10 favorite romances and then look and see what point of view they're written in. And I bet you'd get very different results. So that's my, my rant for the day on point of view. And I will, I think, get to work now, um, get this book out. It looks like we should be flying for Tuesday release, so there should be m- much rejoicing there. I hope you all have a wonderful day. I hope if you want rain, you will get it, even in San Diego. I see there's another hurricane coming. Maybe you'll get that one. Um, all of you take care, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.